right, guys. So who I have here with me today is Nicole Geiger. She is our new OB educator uh, and recently joined our team. And so we all made podcasts for her to better um, learn us and each and every one of us. And now it's her turn. So how are you doing, Nicole? I'm doing good, Ivy. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited. how many weeks into the role are you now? Oh, goodness. What am I about? I'm a full month, actually, because I started July 1st. Today's August 2nd. So uh, four weeks in this role now. All right. Feeling pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about um, a little bit more about yourself to help the team know a little bit who Nicole is. Yeah. So let's see. Um, I'll talk about my nursing. Well, I was born and raised here locally, actually in Somers. Both my husband and I grew up here, which is our our nice little um, connection to Northern Westchester. We were both born here, which we like. We're excited about Like here in this building? In this very hospital. Oh, snap. Yeah. I actually, so my husband Frank's a twin, he was born here in in 78, but I was actually born on a shuttle bus between Reese Park and um, uh, Primrose Elementary School in Somers. My mom and dad were at a fair. My mom went into labor. I'm her third baby. She went into labor, ignored it, ignored it. I was actually born on the shuttle bus, but they brought me here to Northern Westchester Hospital. So all of my paperwork says Northern Westchester Hospital. That's so funny. Yeah, there's a newspaper article. If I can find it, I will bring it in and show. But that's my claim to fame, right? <laughs> in 19, September 20th of 81. So, um, yeah, so we've lived locally. I went to school. I decided to become a nurse. I had a lot of influential people in my life. My aunt is one of them. She was a stat flight nurse for years at the medical center. Yeah. Still does that? Uh, no, she's retired now. I think she's been retired for about, retired from staff nurse maybe 15 years, but just retired about two and a half years ago from the medical center. She was wow. doing like in-house transport lately. So I went to, uh, I actually went away to college to Albany, uh, SUNY Albany to learn I, I don't know what I wanted to be when I grow up, but I went there like with an English major. If anyone reads anything I write, it's terrible. I, <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. So did a quick change of plans. I came back home. I went to Dutchess Community College, got my associate's degree. And right out of completing my associate's, I went into an RN to MSN program with Excelsior. And it took me about 11 years, a lot of start and stop. I had children. We got married. I thought maybe I wanted to be something else when I grew up and then got back in the program. So then, uh, yeah, about 11 years later, I completed my master's. Nice. All so the while I've been working. As you progressed through the program, like, did you, like, hit benchmarks? Like, okay, now you have your bachelor's, yep. I think? Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, I don't even remember the bachelor. Like, when they told me I had that, I was like, okay, whatever. And then it's funny because the way that they did their program at the time, and it's a little different now, they actually give you both degrees at completion. So if you were halfway through the master's program and you're like, wait a minute, I don't want my master's, I just want my BSN, you, you had to take four additional classes to complete the BSN. When you really only had four more classes for the master's, it was a no-brainer to keep going. Gotcha. But if people wanted to opt out, they thought they were getting it quicker, but you really aren't. You still had to take other courses to nice. fill in. So that was good. I didn't even do anything with the bachelor's part. Like, I received it in the mail, and I just kept trucking on. I was like, okay. I paid no attention to it and just kept moving. Um, and I've always wanted to be an educator. I've had 
another colleague of mine, she used to work here. She and I came here together from Blythevale Children's Hospital. So I started out working pediatrics, actually up in Albany. I was in a uh, long-term care home for peds, Mm -hmm. and I fell in love with the pediatric population. When I left Albany and came back home, my aunt mentioned Blythevale to me. I worked at Blythevale Children's Hospital for a number of years, and that's where I obtained my um, associate's degree while I was working there. I did start out as an LPN. I did that in high school. An LPN? Yeah. I was an LPN. My dad really pushed for me to do something while I was in high school, so I took the BOCES program in high school and got my LPN. So you graduated from high school With as an, L- an LPN. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So I was working in nursing homes and do, and shift work like 3 to 11. Um, You're I had like, like a real life. job. Yeah. yeah. I've never not worked shift. This position is the first time where it's not like shift work. Yeah. And how's that transitioning for you? Uh, it's great for the family. I think it's going very well. Uh-huh. Um, it's definitely been really nice for the family. I did, I think it was nice work having shift work when the babies were little, working nights. That was ideal. It really gave us more time with them, with the babies, and Frank and I were able to balance better. But this role is, this is nice. I, I like it a lot. It's working out well for me. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, no worries. It's, it's how we roll. <laughs> I know. Hi, Trace. Hi, Stacey and Mary are both not here today. Let's skip this 11 o'clock meeting, and we'll start next week when they're back. Sounds good. Thanks, Nicole. Okay, bye. Sorry. Um, so who is the family? So I am married to my the love of my life, my husband, Frank. We actually went to high school together, but never liked one another. We didn't know each other that well. It wasn't until later in life after college that our two good friends got together where we kept getting set up. Mm-hmm. But we've hung out. We have the same group of friends our whole lives. So my husband, Frank, my son, Henry, he's 11, and my daughter, Claire, she just turned eight. And that's our crew. And we have a dog, Rusty, who oh, is... Rusty. Uh, he's a He's special. <laughs> okay. I'm always trying to give him away. He oh, no. He's, um, he's got a lot of issues, but he's a, he's a good dog. He's a brindle, rescue mutt. God knows what he's made up of. Um, but he's afraid of everything. If the wind blows, uh, bird chirping, oh. thunder, lightning, all yeah, the usual. Yeah. But he's got a lot of anxiety, so he's a lot of work. Do you travel with the dog? We don't. We used to, but he does not get along with other dogs, and it's just too risky. Yeah. Yeah. I can't relax enough, like, when we go away and stuff. Yeah, so I guess, tell us more about your journey here at Northern. So, you left Blythdale. Yeah. I left Blythdale to come, um, to be closer to home, right? We live up in Dutchess County. I wanted to be closer to home and just learn more, do more, see more. So um, I came here, I actually started out in the NICU. Uh, that was a great transition and definitely the skills that I acquired from Blythdale, I was able to apply here and we even made some practice changes here when dealing with our pulmonary hypertension infants. Um, so that was nice, but I knew I wanted to do more. I knew I wanted to learn more and do more myself personally. And I thought what better way to be able to be an educator for all of MCH is to then learn labor and delivery. Mm-hmm. So I applied for a position. I think I was in the NICU for about seven years. So you always wanted to be an educator and you were prepping yourself for that role. Yep. I knew nice. I had to. I knew I had to. And like, 
I, I really wanted the experience of being a labor room nurse. I did not set out in life to be a labor room nurse. Mm-hmm. I actually fell in love with it once I figured out how to do everything, right? <laughs> once I got comfortable, um, I fell in love with it. And I fell in love with women's health in general. And I didn't expect that, but that was a nice added bonus. So um, I was always on the pursuit to be a maternal child health educator. So then that's not what you applied for, right? It is not what I applied for. So Take us through that journey. I know, I know. I, honest to God, when the, so when I saw the posting for the position, I didn't really know for sure what it was. It was listed as quality, right? Our department was under a different title for a while. And so reading the fine print, I was like, I can do this. I know how to access information. I know how to utilize my resources and bring people to resources. Um, given that it was a med, it turned out to be a med search position, but I said, you know what, this is my opportunity to show them what I can do and, and how well I can do it. Um, and I want my name in the hat. I want to, I can do this. So I applied and I guess I wowed the crowd because here I sit and when all the stars aligned, the education department had a nice redesign that worked in my favor to allow me to be the maternal child health educator. So exciting. So exciting. So that like two days later, my brain burst. (laughs) (laughs) So talk to us a little bit more about that. What happened? Um, I don't know. And I don't really think the doctors fully know, but it appears that I had a uh, condition that came on a sudden onset. So it's called reversible cerebral vasoconstriction syndrome, RCVS. And it happens, it can happen to women ages 30 to 50. I'm 39, I'll be 40 this year. So it didn't even, I wasn't even 40, not even 40 yet. And I fell into that category. It predominantly happens to women. And I was suffering from severe headaches that came on really hard. It came out of nowhere. Really hard, severe headaches from the back of the head. I had a couple visits in and out of the ER. We thought it was migraines. And then finally, on my third visit, we did a, they did a CT scan. And this CT showed um, a subarachnoid hemorrhage. I also, they found two ischemic strokes. Um, and so I got to spend two weeks in uh, neuro ICU, well, one week in neuro ICU and another week in a step down unit down at Lenox Hill and had the best care possible. What caused it, they're not really sure. Um, there's a laundry list of things. They, they, you know, I read that it could be a shower can trigger it, jumping in a pool can trigger it, alcohol consumption can trigger it. And the big takeaway that we think where I fall into the category is the use of SSRIs. I had been on Lexapro, which I'm like super open about. I have nothing to hide here because I want to raise as much awareness as possible. Not that this is a side effect listed on SSRIs or Lexapro in particular, but it can cause vasoconstriction of blood vessels. And it's incredibly rare and that's where we think I got it from and we're not really sure. Upon being, you know, um, having my cerebral angiogram while in Atlantics, they also stumbled upon dissections of the internal carotids, which they think is unrelated to this RCVS. They think it might be from my husband and I. I encouraged him to join a gym with me, and it was a CrossFit gym. I hated it every time we went. I was not enjoying it. 
but they feel that possibly the CrossFit is what caused the dissections. Um, so that was a good uh, get out of jail free card. I don't ever have to go back and do that again. Yeah. <laughs> he does still go though, and he's doing well, and he loves it, but it, not for me. So here I am, you That's know. That's quite the roller coaster ride of the year for you. Definitely. Of my lifetime. I, I mean, other than the birth of my children, I don't think there's been anything as scary as that that I've been through. So what does that mean for you now, these days? So life's a little different, right? So um, it's actually very different, but everything's still the same. So it's just... So I some of the residual of my strokes is that I did lose some of my vision. Um, they were hopeful that I would get it back over time. Neurological injuries take longer to heal. So they don't know. Maybe I will. And it's just this little sliver of blind spot when I focus and read or look at the computer screen. So I've got some of my things in place. I got my nifty magnifying glass and my readers. Um, and it's just learning to live with this right and I think that goes for any type of like trauma or occurrence that happens in our life how do we move forward you just learn to live with it and and coping mechanisms and whatnot so this is me and not only do I get to live this new life with this blind spot in my vision but I'm doing it while learning a new job and taking on a new role and I think it's only going to get better from here I really am confident. You are so resilient, Nicole. Uh, It's really amazing um, to see you strive in the role, too. Like, you're, like, rising to the occasion. Like, we have no concerns with you, and it's amazing to see you bounce back. Yeah, you're making me emotional, but thank you. (laughs) I have to tell you, it was pretty dark for a little bit, but I, you just have to move forward. I can't, and I'm the type of person, and maybe this is something I need to reassess in life, right? Um, Everyone says, when you, something like this so traumatic happens, it makes you realize, oh my God, I didn't get to say like goodbye to the kids before I left. I want to make sure my mom knows I love her, even though she drives me crazy. Like, tell Frank I love him. They say you have to live in the now and be in the present. So that's where a lot of my focus is moving forward. Not that I'm getting like a second chance at life. I don't, I'm not saying that, but it just reassessed for me I didn't realize how chaotic I had stuff it reprioritized what's important in life and what and what I need yeah yeah so what would you tell us for us individuals who perhaps have not gone through this type of it's almost like a privilege too to go through something like this because and make it out right because you have this different perspective so we most, I guess, what we could say, have not gone through this, this type of traumatic event. What would you tell us to do to refocus or recenter? I want to say, like, take your time, right? And, 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 like, don't be in such a rush. Nothing has to happen in the now, other than Ivy and Michelle Zero inbox. No. That's a different thing. <laughs> no, no. But, like, but in life in general, take your time really be in the present I know it's easier said than done but just try and be in the now and focus on what you're doing right now pay attention to that Mm -hmm. um the rest will follow just take your time be patient and like be kind to yourself cut yourself some slack you don't Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. slow down I, I was very focused on being ahead I wanted to just get ahead I want to be past this awkward uncomfortable new stuff and I want to be ahead where I can look back and be like oh yeah thank god that's behind me 
slow down and like go through the process be patient take your time yeah that's amazing thank you for that added insight no rush so um right behind you comes our new or educator starting september 1st um and you've already now been four weeks into this role so what would you tell future Kristen now having been four weeks in it Uh, again take take your time (laughs) ask questions you know um as as you know i'll keep asking over i ask the same the same like four questions over and over because i just can't retain it just you know do your best and and show up prepared to to want to do it want to make the changes want to make changes and improve nursing care you know yeah i I don't know i i just take your time Yeah. yeah that's my that's my thing Nothing needs to happen overnight, mm-hmm. um, and it's all work in progress. And remember that. So, what's your favorite meal? Oh my gosh, my favorite meal. This is so silly, but I love um, mashed potatoes. Okay. Yep. I don't even need gravy, and this is gonna sound so weird, but I love chicken broth, like homemade chicken broth. Yeah. My daughter and I drink a lot of chicken broth at home. Yeah. We make our own and drink it. So you just get the chicken and you boil, boil it. it with celery, carrots, onion, garlic. Ooh, that sounds so yeah. good. And then I boil the crap out of it, take the chicken out, shred the chicken. That goes to the side for whatever, pot pies or salads or whatever. And then I reduce it down even more. And yeah, it's like our own little homemade bone broth. Amazing. I know it's not even like a meal. Or, I mean, if, I, if we were going to go out, I'm going to pick tacos. Uh-huh. But I'm a big mashed potato person. Where do you get your tacos? Uh, we have a place in, I like, I don't know, not really that, well, Tipsy Taco is pretty good. Really? But I prefer Hacienda Tres Amigos. Okay. Or um, there's one in Pauling, La Manita, it's like the sister. Okay. La Mananitas or something okay, like that okay, it's okay. called. Yeah. Their margaritas are pretty so good, So Mexican too. food is your... Mm-hmm. So, oh, margaritas. Will you do virgin margaritas now? Yes. Yes. No alcohol. Okay. Mm-hmm. For, like, indefinite or... I don't know. I think I'm, I think my goal is to wait for my birthday. In okay. September. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait till September. Yeah. It's funny because my, my doctor's, like, super conservative, and she's like, do you need to have a drink? And I'm like, oh, my God. I would love to have one. But I'm so afraid to do anything that'll give me a headache, right? A glass of wine the next morning, I have a headache. And I'm, like, so afraid to have a headache that um, oh my goodness, it's I not worth imagine. it. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. It's not worth it for me. Favorite vacation spot? Absolutely love Musquamak at Rhode Island. Yeah. Yep. That is our happy place. Both my husband and I love it. Um, something about the New England, you know, and, and the ocean. It's just... The beaches are just right for us. We did go to Spain for our honeymoon. And if I could, you know, I would say like Costa del Sol. We traveled the whole coast there. Um, I wouldn't mind going back and doing that again. But favorite vacation I enjoy every summer we go to Musquamica. Nice. Yep. If you could go somewhere like anywhere, there's no financial implications. Italy is my next trip. Yep, absolutely. I want to do an eat, pray, love in Italy. Ooh, I'm sure they have like those packages of. Oh, they totally do. They capitalize on. It's funny I say that, but we've just been. I've been talking to Frank just this week about. I'd love to go to Montana and like 
um, check out the mountains, the views, like a dude ranch, you know, go do some horseback riding, really go out west and... I've been and, to Montana. Beautiful. Yeah. Stunning. Do I want to do that. What's the big, the, um, is it Yellowstone? Is yep, yep, yeah, yeah. I'd love to do that. Um, but if, if price wasn't an issue, no money wasn't an issue, I'm headed to Italy for now, like a good amount of time. With the kids? I would love to take them. I think it would be so nice to have them experience the culture and the life. So I say bring them. If you ask my husband, he says don't. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's not vacation. But I think they should be there, be a part of it all. Yep. Yeah, I wanna. I want them to be there. What do you listen to? What's your favorite music? Oh my God, it's. I don't, I, we joke about this at home because I really don't have a favorite. Although I would put like country on. Okay. Um, Anything specific with country? No, although I do love Taylor Swift, too. I'm like okay. a big Taylor Swift person. Yeah. No, just I'd, anything. My, I really count on Frank for a lot of this stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's a jukebox. He knows every song, and he, he always picks the right stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. What do you like about Taylor? Her love songs. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of her songs. She's just a good kid. She's a good role model. Mm-hmm. I think she's doing well, and I, I like that about her. Yeah, so. poor thing. She's been, like... Heartbroken. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it's tough just to have your life so public, man. Yep. Same with Adele. She's another good one. Yes. I, yeah. so I love good. those love songs like that. Oh, but Adele goes deep. So good. <laughs> so good. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Um, anything else you would love to share with the team? to share um what do you drive i drive a subaru oh i love her she's her name's jasmine she's oh jasmine your green. car has a name yeah jasmine yep. it's kind of jasmine green green and yep. last name yep tell us about that so it's funny because um <laughs> my cu- my cousin is one of my best friends my cousin heather so she and i both bought we have the same exact subaru it's like the 2015 forester I bought mine and it's green. She bought hers and it's blue. And we were reading that hers is called Blue Pearl and mine's called Jasmine Green. So my car is Jasmine, hers is green, uh, Pearl, sorry. And then my mom, we had to get my mom a new car. So she got BB, same exact Subaru, uh-huh. 2015 Subaru Forester, but it's brown, bronze brown. So we call her BB. And my sister uh, lives upstate in Watertown, and she just got opal white. So opal, BB, pearl, super and family. I hear <laughs> it's a great car. It's a very good car. I'm bringing her in on Wednesday for a tune-up, um, but even the mechanics, like, she's in great shape. Doing good. She has a lovely hole in her bumper, so you can tell it's me out in the parking lot. Because um, four years ago, I we were at, my husband and I met at a friend's house, and he was behind me. And I thought he was waving by, but he was telling me to stop, and I backed right into him. I took out his headlight and um, dented up my bumper. We, I was going to go through insurance to have it replaced, but we had just switched for the first time in 16 years to a new insurance company. And the guy's like, listen, you're going to be red flagged. You're on like probation. So I've still yet brought my, to bring my car in. That's on my list of things to do. Gotcha. Just get her little boo-boo fixed. Oh, but sorry. No, I love her. Jasmine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been wonderful having you uh, on you. today's episode. And 
we look forward to continue to grow with you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah. Thanks, Ivy. No problem. Bye. Bye.